You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. I would be having anal sex with her in the doggy position and fist her in such a way as to actually squeeze my penis by grabbing it with my hand like oh. it was in a vagina glove of sorts. Oh my God. <laughs> this is I, okay. I, I vote. Who is this? James? James has given us the most graphic detail of any sex act I've ever heard in my entire life, including all the porn stars we've interviewed. I have never, ever heard something like this. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. We're off to the races. I didn't even ask you if you're ready to go. I, I know. I just said, welcome to Sex Talk with my mom, and we're in it. We got we dove in there, and uh, we're ready to rock and roll. It's a Monday morning, the Monday morning after show. We, that means that we're answering your comments and questions. We're hearing about those crazy-ass weekends that you sneaky freaks had. Thursdays, we have a special guest. Well, let's just get into it, Mother. Whoa, what a lot to get into. Where do we begin? Well, you made it through your surgery. Well, let's just say I gave birth to a 12-week fibroid. So the fibroid was sitting on your uterus? Yes, on So they my just uterus. had to rip the whole fucker out. They just took that. They took all the organs out laparoscopically. And uh, might I say the highlight is that I lost three pounds. Woohoo! I am very grateful that you made it out ahead of time. It was just alive. That was that's the <laughs> highlight for me. I'm glad that you uh, were, were concerned about my living or dying. I was extremely concerned, especially when you started texting me minutes before you go under. <laughs> this is the passcode to my safe. I have a living <laughs> will. All this shit. I was like, are you planning on dying right now? What's it, going on here? It, it dawned on me that I hadn't um, solidified all these different issues and thought I might need to... Get it in writing somewhere so that there won't be any discrepancies in case I didn't make it out alive. Well, you tied up some loose ends over there. And I tied up loose ends. Let me just say, there are a few highlights of my uh, excursion over to the Cedar sinai Hospital, which I say is a very good hospital. Is that it a was, celebrity hospital that you get your, your shit pulled out in? That's right. I only go to celebrity hospitals. Now, it actually, it's a six-month-old unit, and it was in all state-of-the-art equipment and Yada, yada, yada. And I got to say, well, first of all, let's just say that um, there were some down issues as well. For example, it took two hours for them to call us in. And I'm with, I'm with Jesus, who's not the most patient person. And there happens to be a lady waiting for someone who was in surgery who was coughing. She was wearing a mask, but she had an incessant cough. It was almost like a, out of like a, uh, I was ready for Larry David to walk in and say, what the fuck is that? Oh, she's coughing away. Like there's no COVID going on. Okay. We're oh. all wearing masks. And this woman has like, a, and it wasn't just like a normal cough. It was like that dry cough that they say that oh. you have. When, so like, what would you do? I would get the fuck out. 
while Dee decides to leave and sit in the corner like on a shelf. He was literally sitting on, I think it was a bookshelf. Yeah, that's. I would have done that exact same thing. Okay, well, it's mortifying if you're in a small room and someone's doing that. And it, it, it's well, it's like the etiquette thing. You don't know what to do. You Like the six feet rule and all that kind of stuff. It's like people take offense to it if you like call them out on stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been experiencing that nonstop this weekend. It's like this weekend, COVID has been canceled. Everyone yeah. can come into contact with each other now. <laughs> COVID is COVID was canceled. I mean, COVID was canceled. I'm the only one has no idea about it either. Protesting nonstop, day and night. I mean, I tried to protest. I tried to protest this weekend. You should not protest because you you will be immediately infected. I went to a protest. I tried to remain six feet away from everyone. I swear (laughs) to God, it was like it was like watching Larry David at a protest. (gasps) I mean, when when there's a pandemic occurring. Because I'm trying to be active, and at the same time, I'm dodging people's shouts. And I'm so far at this point. Um, I start. I try to get as close as possible, and then I just kept moving back and back and back. And by the time, <laughs> by the time I felt anywhere possibly comfortable, I couldn't hear a word anyone was chanting. <laughs> you I were just basically see what walking the down the, de- the street. I was like on a completely other block. Please don't make me laugh. I can't laugh because it hurts my stitches. Don't do this. Eventually, I left. I said, "This is. I, I'm better off just reading about this shit and like getting, you know, right, using our voices to share uh, things, which we will do th- today for sure." That said, I very much support everyone who's protesting right now, and I think that I, I actually appreciate the bravery you're showing, despite there being COVID at the same time. But back to your story. What was going on in the hospital waiting room? Yeah, I don't know what was going on with this woman, but it was like to a point. And then there's also like nobody, they have like in between the each seat, they say, don't sit here, don't sit there. You know, so there's like, they kind of make you have social distancing. Oh. Meanwhile, you're in a hospital waiting area where. Oh, know, that shit is circulating. It's circulating. Everyone's wearing masks. You know, the masks aren't effective. And you got this incessant coffer that's right near you. And and then you get up. They keep calling me up, like to go. And then they ask me some stupid ass question, like, "Did you get your COVID test?" Yeah, I got the damn COVID test. I go, Someone I got, else here didn't get the fucking COVID test. You gotta get some testing going on over here. That's right. I don't know who got that COVID test, but it wasn't. It anyway. I was freaking out about the. I did not want to have this thing go into my nostril. You know the the long. Oh, yeah. So that's why I went like five days ahead of time to go over to Dodger Stadium, waiting in line over there to get the one that goes in the throat. As soon as I get there, they go, you have to have another COVID test. I knew that was going to happen. They called me all week long, and I told them I'm, I already had it. I had the paperwork. I printed it out. She tells me, as soon as I get in the room, you got to have another COVID test. I said, okay, let, let me just say something. I'm not doing it. So she goes, <laughs> why not? I go, I'm petrified of you sticking that thing in my nostril. I can't do it. I'll have an anxiety attack. You're going to have to put me under in order to do this. She goes, what if I just do it in your throat? I go, of course, then do it in my throat. If I had known oh, so about that, did... I wouldn't have had to go to Dodger Stadium. She did said to my throat. It was nothing. And that was the end of it. And I'm negative. Wow. So I have two negative COVID tests, but I probably got infected yesterday. <laughs> it, yesterday at the, at, at what? Oh, God. What? Well, I went upstairs to see another of the protests. And, uh, and there was a lot of people having a barbecue. I got to watch to make sure that Dees is in also observing the close, you know, the six feet rule, mm-hmm. which of course that is like watching a, uh, a whirling dervish. I mean, it's just impossible. So anyway, um, needless to say, 
I am. Well, what about this? I get a text from you. The first thing I, the first fucking thing I, I get from you when you come out of surgery is got to talk about this on a podcast, colon, Hadi anesthesiologist. Oh, I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me of that. The fuck is that? That was another highlight. I was highlight. like, okay, she made it through. She's good to go. She made it through. I, uh, My brother, who's an anesthesiologist, said to me, the most important thing to do is get a real, uh, he didn't say real anesthesiologist. He's, you know, someone who's already an anesthesiologist, not a resident or an intern. Just, you know, you're going under general anesthesia, the tube down your throat, the whole thing. Oh, wow. They put a tube down your throat. Yeah, they put a tube down. I'm still sore from the whole thing. Oh, wow. Anyway, I didn't know that I was getting a tube down my throat. Of course, I didn't even know what procedure I was getting. I thought I was getting a vagina procedure, a vaginal procedure. I didn't get that. I got laparoscopic. I didn't know what a procedure I was even getting. They go like, do you know what you're getting? I said, yeah, I'm getting this. They go, no, you're getting that. And then there was another issue and there was another 20 minute wait and in walks, not a, not the, the, the actual anesthesiologist, the one that's supposed to, you know, the doctor in charge, I got the resident. And then oh, he boy. says, well, if you're not comfortable with me being a resident, you know, you can talk to the doctor. And then I felt like, there you go again, miss people pleaser. No, no, it's fine. He's oh, it's fine. fine. It's fine. This I, person who's been on the job for two months. Yeah, well, just, he, just, I just knock I, me out. I did ask about his credentials. I said, um, how, how long, you know, you got going here? And he goes, well, I'm going to graduate in 20 days. I'm like, oh, okay. You, you're good to go. Anyway, so meanwhile, the overseeing real, I, I hate saying real because it's not fair. Okay. The, the actual anesthesiologist who has already graduated from the residency and everything comes in, he looks like a goddamn movie star. Of course, you're at the Cedar Sinai Hospital. You're going to get movie star quality looking anesthesiologist. This guy was freaking hot. I'm like, I was sweating. I literally was sweating. I'm like, how can this be? How? <laughs> and I took the underling on top of it. Not, I mean, I couldn't oh, believe it. Oh, you fucked up. I fucked up huge. He goes, no, oh, I'm going to be overseeing this. I'm like, oh, thank you. But meanwhile, of course, I didn't, you know, at this point, it was all ready to go. And uh, he asked me what procedure I was getting. Of course, I was to tongue-tied looking at him, so I had no idea what to even say at that oh point. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I talked to the nurse after he left. I'm like, what the fuck is that? She goes, I know. He's so gorgeous. I go, he is magnificent. And she goes, and he's nice. He is magnificent. Yes. And, 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 she, she, and she goes, he's as nice as can be. You should tell him that. I said, I'm not telling him anything. That's all I need. Anyway, that, that was the highlight. Uh, so did you tell him? God knows what I said when I was under. You know that's, I said something. I probably invited that's him. That's exactly the, what I was thinking. Guaranteed, I invited him on the podcast. Guaranteed, I invited. Oh, I meant to mention that my my doctor, my surgeon, walks in and he says to the the resident anesthesiologist, "Ask her about her podcast." Oh, I forgot that my I must have God. told him about the podcast. This was before I went under anesthesia. Like How are you tell you telling the surgeon about your podcast? He asked what what I would do for a living, and I said I I I'm a, I host a podcast with my son <laughs> called Sex Talk with My Mom. And then he goes, "Oh, I love this. Doctor's always fascinated by this. Come in here." He asked the nurses to come in. That you know the techs, everybody, come in here. Listen to this. What this podcast is about. Oh my God. Yep. Well, it is an unusual podcast. What is going on over there? Every Monday, it's like I, I, it's a faucet. It's like, uh, it's, I'm sorry. It, you no, know, it's I, that feeling you get when when you watch someone who's sick and you start I, experiencing all, I, the symptoms. Oh, of course, you're blaming me now because I, I have feel a little like sniffle. I've got this a waterfall morning. coming down my nose just looking at you. 
I am sorry. It's just like, you know what? Monday mornings after, you know, the weekend of a lot of different drugs. God knows. I didn't even know what drugs I was taking by the end. I mean, I'm writing it down, but I'm already wasted when I'm writing it down. So I forget what I even took. Then I I had to count how many pills were left so many times because I couldn't remember after if I wrote it down or I didn't write it down. They gave me so many drugs. I really hope you, you threw them all out. I actually think I am going to throw them out because, you know, why do I keep them? I can't. I don't think we can do this podcast. I'm, you can I just blow my you nose? You keep butting right. with the fucking microphone. You're you're now you're blowing your fucking nose, and you wonder why it takes me hours to edit every fucking podcast because I have to listen through to make sure that you're not fucking hacking loogies just, into the mic. Just leave it on. Let's leave it on. Okay. I think I've summarized and and uh, sniffled enough. So so while everyone so. You're going under, getting all your shit, your insides taken out. Yes. Losing three pounds of mass. And I did. I, I couldn't believe it. The first day I weighed myself and I was exactly the same as the day before. And I'm like, what the fuck? I took out my uterus, my ovaries, my fallopian tubes, my cervix. Uh, 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 how, equivalent how heavy to a, are the fallopian tubes? I don't know, but the 12-week fetus? like little strands of hair. Okay, whatever. The 12-week fetus definitely weighed something, like a grapefruit. How much does a grapefruit weigh? At least I lose one pound. I lost nothing. I didn't even lose an ounce. But then as a couple days went went by, I noticed I got on a scale today, and I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> Three pounds. Yahoo! So, so while you're losing weight in surgery, getting it all removed, the world is on fire over here. Oh, getting I'm very aware. Gear- I-, I mean, you're, you're in the heart of it all. I am nonstop circulating helicopters, a protest night. I mean, we went up on the roof, me, I mean, literally on the roof of my building. Like, like I could have toppled over easily. Yeah, and because you could see it all from your balcony, right? It's pretty. Or, uh, your, or your room. Yeah, I, I can see it all. I can, it's nonstop, and it's, uh, it's quite moving, though. It is, it's, it's like part of, you're part of it, but you're, you know, you're not part of it. And, you know, obviously. I would I, like to be part of it. I honestly, I'm feeling you're being like part a- of it by by doing what you did. We got a lot of great emails about um, we didn't, you know, we couldn't figure out what to do as far as like putting a post up last week um, because everything just seemed frivolous. And uh, so I think we did the right thing because we got a, we got a couple of emails about it. Yeah, yep. We said a lot, some people saying thank you. Um, we had we someone basically say- left you know, left it dark. We went yeah, dark. We, we went dark, and and I I think for good reason. I think this is a time where we should make sure that we amplify the voices of uh, people that are are less represented. And I think this is a really interesting time for change. And even during my recovery, literally, I went on I went on a summit for our friends at Good Moms Bad Choices. I know. I can't believe that that, that you still are getting active despite yeah. recovering. Yeah, the, the day after my surgery, I went on. I, I refused to be on camera, but I went on just to listen and to, you know, just hear what everybody had to say. And it was fantastic. And I think that if you go, if you go to Good Mama's Bad Choices Patreon page, they're going to have a recap of it there. It was a, a a whole group of women of all ages and races, and, and there were some teachers there. And just it was a really good hour and a half summit about how to talk to your kids, about when do you talk to kids about racism, and it, it was fabulous. I loved being part of it, and I dragged my friend Nancy, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce on in as well. The the discussions I'm having these days are just wild, and I, I mean, I'm learning a ton, and I'm also noticing 
how everyone has a very different relationship with the conversation itself about race, about privilege. Some of my best friends, it's it's almost impossible to talk to them without them getting like so heated up, even if we share the same opinion. Wow. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I I wonder where this conversation will lead us, and you know. Well, it's interesting about that because it's almost like I don't know when to, I keep asking the family. I don't know what to do. When should I put up a thirst trapping video? You know, I don't know when I'm supposed to be doing that. You know, when is it appropriate again? I still think it's it's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. I think the only we did get a text from someone who I think sent some uh, a pretty good meme that you could have put up this is from dylan d says two pro karen memes hashtag karen positive and he sends this picture of someone who's holding a sign that says karen's karen's against police brutality and then another sign that says (laughs) i'd like to speak to the manager of systemic racism please i love those those are great memes but i actually am is it's good that you brought that up somehow my name gets in the middle of this whole battle i don't think my name karen should be equivalent to what's going on in the world right now. I mean, that really pisses me off. You know, uh, they fucked with my name. I don't love it. I want it to be someone else. Can it be like Bertha? Can it be someone else? Why does it have to be my name? Oh, my God. Irritating mother. me. It's enough with that. This is not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world, but I don't need to add more fuel to the fire over there. You know, I did, I did want to say, though, that on um, TikTok and social media, there, there's so many different areas there that are being covered. I mean, there's, there's the whole racism thing, there's education. And then there's also like people like, you know, just giving basic life hacks. And I, I, I'm beginning to think this is a good uh, medium to, for us to pursue. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad you might I bring my friend over and you have a, a it was fucking one of my two, two hour conversation with him about TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did. And and uh, he was one of your fellow human fountains. A yeah. Shout out! He really understands TikTok. There, was, I, I want to relate to other older women on TikTok because I think it's it's important for older women to band together too. And, and not are there a lot of older neg- women on TikTok like right Karen, now? The whole meme of Karen is actually, I'm, I'm no joke aside, it's it's put onto women, it's just, especially women that are middle aged women like myself. It's, it, it's, it's, it's for no reason. It's just like there are some, of course, there's some elitist, annoying older women out there, but there's also elitist, no, annoying older men and younger elitist, same sex or whatever. And I don't understand why you're putting my name on that. It's not, it's, there's no reason for it. It's once again, I, labeling I people it, in a negative way. And I, I think it counteracts the love that I want to portray. Yeah. I just think it's one of those things that are like, they're trying to point out a problem in society, which is with, for people who are not woke, who you know have a lot of privilege that don't. I mean, they, they, it's easier to put a name to it. To, to, it to is, indicate but it's that. still it's still another form of negative. Um, yeah, like, you're tearing people down. Yeah, why are you putting people down for no reason? I mean, there are definitely some good good ass Karens out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, me. it, it, it. You you could kind of yeah. I don't even know if I want to go into this. I don't like any kind of put down of women in general because I'm a woman, so yeah. I don't think there's an, it's a necessity to do that. I'm sorry. If you want to say something, just say what a fucking annoying bitch that was. <laughs> she deserved to get slapped in that Seven Eleven. Man, I saw this woman speak up, and her name was. Want to hear something funny? Her name was Tamara. Okay, her name is Tam- my fucking Hebrew name. I can't <laughs> win. So now maybe the new meme is going to be 
The new name to be fucked with is Tamara, and that's my, my Hebrew name. I can't win. Is there anything else you wanted to share about your surgery, Mother? Yes, I do. I want to say that my hip has been bothering me for the last, I don't know, five years. It probably was because of this fibroid. So for anyone out there that is contemplating doing something to relieve any kind of physical pain, go do it. Don't be like me and wait around until like it's like the last minute before you finally get around to removing a fucking grapefruit out of your your, your stomach. Just wow. take care of yourself and go to doctors. And if they recommend surgery, get a couple of opinions and do it. I am pretty amazed. I was very amazed by your lack of anxiety. I would think I experienced more anxiety than you did going to the surgery. I felt very confident with the surgeon. He said, if it was my sister, my mother, my grandmother, I would remove everything. So I, I felt good about that. We got a text that might relate to this, which is, I love your podcast, but it needs to be more focused around sex. Otherwise, just call talking with mom. Just my opinion. Have a great day. Okay. Tell that person to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? What kind of sex am I fucking having? Okay. What, what are, what and right are now, talk? I'm not allowed to have sex for six weeks. So no one's having sex around here. I, I went on a date with someone yesterday and I was trying to be as open and honest as possible with this oh, person. No. And towards the end of the date, I said, listen, I don't, you know, I, I'd love to do a check-in to see where this is going with you and uh, how you feel about it. And she, so I said, I, I'll go first if she, because she didn't want to go first. I said, listen, I, my feelings are quite uh, lustful. Lustful? Lustful. Meanwhile... <laughs> I haven't been, I didn't feel comfortable getting within six feet of her the whole fucking date. <laughs> because so you how, thought she might be, uh, had COVID or something? Yes. Yes. So I, I and she's, and she literally is like, yeah, it's kind of hard for me to feel any, you know, libido or sexual desire when, when I haven't even touched a person's hand. There's no physical contact whatsoever. We haven't hugged nothing. And I get that. I completely understand. I guess I'm just a little horn dog over here. I think this is a weird time to be dating. It is a weird time to be dating. And I was actually talking to a friend of mine whose son just broke up with his girlfriend because they were living together. And this this living together thing is really pushing relationships to the fucking limit. I mean, I don't know. You know, she was saying how they broke, her son broke up, mainly because, you know, he's fearful of the future when he doesn't have any money right now and it's hard to commit to someone, Mm. you know, for the future. And then she was saying to me about her own life where, you, you know, you're on the phone and your partner is sitting there constantly interrupting because they, they're bored and they want to hear what you're talking about. I can relate to that. I can I can relate to you relating to that because every time I call you, I hear I, it's like I'm having a conversation simultaneously with these. <laughs> I mean, it, it's uh, it's unbelievable. We, we were trying to figure out what, what to do. We need some sort of a hand signal or like, a, eh. Yeah. Maybe the rule is just like, hey, don't inter- inter- interact with the person <laughs> I'm on the phone with. It's not like you're on speakerphone. No, no, not on speakerphone. But it is hard in a one-bedroom apartment to get some some um, some peace. It's hard in a studio to get some peace. I, (laughs) I, 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 I think I might have to move out. What? You can't stop listening to your neighbors? No, this is what's happening. I think I'm going to start becoming the annoying neighbor that everyone hates, and I don't want to be that person. So I just might have to move out. What are you doing? On one side of me, I got I got a guy who's probably listening right fucking now. Who's, <laughs> he's smoke. He's smoking nonstop, and I, I, the smoking smoke weed? just 
this no cigarettes and the smoke just goes right out of his window right into my fucking window and i'm oh, just so. inhaling the secondhand smoke oh, like i'm I, smoking myself i highly doubt it can it's got if your windows are open most likely not much is getting into your apartment i smell it what do you mean not much is getting it i'm constantly <laughs> smelling I'm, I'm it's like i'm smoking cigarettes what if you put a fan in your window and blew it back at him i blow I blow shit out of what is there a so, way you can reverse blow how about I ask him to stop smoking in the fucking apartment? Okay. Isn't it illegal to smoke in your apartment? I think it's Ill, it's it's legal to smoke in your apartment. Yes, it is legal. It is? Yes, of course it's legal to smoke cigarettes. Where are you going to smoke them otherwise? Outside. Get out, out of a building. This is a public space. Anyway, okay. I feel like a little bitch boy, so I don't really want to say anything. And I, right. you know what I keep doing? I, I, I try to get my... I, I've not tried to knock on his door. I think he's playing music or something, so he can't hear this is a week of, or so of this smoke in my face. And 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 so then I'm like kind of hanging out with my door open in the hallway. It's just like anytime I hear any rustling in the hallway, I just run out to see, if, oh, is he there? Is it, Can I ask him to stop blowing smoke in my face now? All right. So put on your big boy pants and walk, knock on the door and say, listen, um, you know, I, I'm not one to make any kind of judgment here. It's just a safety rule, but, you know, I keep smelling a lot of smoke, and you smoke on the other side of your apartment. There's no other side of the fucking apartment. Why doesn't he close the goddamn window? Oh, yeah. He should close the window, but he probably hates smoke smell. Him. He yeah, probably hates his, it, too. Smoke, smoke box at his own place. Smoke my box place. himself. Speaking of Karen Move, what's what's the deal with Saturn, Pluto, and Pisces? What the fuck is going oh, on there? Oh, well, this is pretty cool, actually. I, I, found, I found some reasons for why this is going on right now. Are you ready? What is what? This is what is this, the, all found, this all this social change? Yes, listen to this. The last time Saturn was in was in Aquarius was during the Rodney King riots. The last time Pluto was in Capricorn was during the American Revolution. And Neptune was in Pisces when Rome fell. We have all three right now. Whoa. Ah. What ah? What is ah? That's a little I, weird. I, I, you're just trying, like, you know, what if what if they found Jupiter in in that Jupiter area? It's oh, a good planet, though. That that's prosperity and stuff. That's that's not the that's what, not right. What are Saturn, Pluto, and Pisces? Not good ones. Um, Saturn, Pluto, and Pisces are you know, well, it's 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 much I think more. These are just. I think these are just it's, correlations that you're seeing. Yeah, it's correlations. Did your hot anesthesiologist mention Uber Lube? No, but I bet when I went under, I mentioned it to him. Because thousands of doctors recommend Uber Lube as their go-to solution for patients experiencing dryness. Uber Lube is our favorite lube. Why is that, mother? There's a lot of reasons. I've, I've used it over the years, and I find that it's my go-to lube. It's like the perfect blend of slippery, yet not like gooey. It doesn't have a taste, and basically you can put it on... Any source, vaginal, oral, anal, and you can even use it on your hair. You can use it underwater or in the shower. It's the perfect fucking lube, and it comes in a beautiful glass bottle, and you put it on your nightstand, you feel like a badass motherfucker right there. When you put it on your nightstand, if you have kids, they think it's like, you know, a perfume bottle. That's how beautiful it is. I knew it was lube, mother. It says Uber Lube on the fucking bottle. Right now, you can get 10% off and free shipping when you use promo code MOM. M-O-M, at uberlube.com. That's 10% off and free shipping on our favorite 
Lube. You just use promo code MOM at UBERLube.com. I do have some mom's weird news. Okay, hit it with the mom's weird mom's news. news. Mom's news, mom's weird sex facts. Now, okay, so this one. Mom's weird sex facts? Yep. Mom's weird, weird sex facts. Um, I It's from a, a company called Astroglide, so it, I wouldn't say it's like the most in reliable informed sources, but I believe these things are true because otherwise, why would they write them? There's three of them. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. One, you can't buy dildos in Alabama, Okay. Now, is this a is this just like a fun facts type of thing? Yeah, fun facts. First you of all, can't buy dildos in Alabama. If you do, you can face a maximum fine of twenty thousand dollars, the possibility of one what? year in jail, or even twelve months of hard labor. In short, you can buy bullets, but you can't buy the bullet. Get it? Aha! Uh-huh. Oh uh, my God! It's reason enough for me not to ever ever live in Alabama or even travel there. Do we if we have any listeners from Alabama, please chime in at yes text mom Texas or leave us a voicemail at yes text mom. I want to hear how the fuck you guys are masturbating out in Alabama. Well it says the good news is Alabama residents can legally cross state lines and stock up on many dildos and French ticklers as their hearts desire. The toys just can't be sold or purchased within the state. No way. That's so nuts. everyone in Alabama has to fucking go to out of state to get their fucking vibes? Yeah. No it's, way. It's, it's crazy shit going on. Another Here, another fun fact. Oral sex was illegal in Canada until 1969. <laughs> I know, you're thinking 1969, right? Yeah. Is that, what, is that, uh, is no, that why you find this interesting? It. or well, is that... One of the reasons I find it interesting is that that was a weird year to be, you know, become legal. <laughs> But it they I, is that possible that so why do you even have a fucking rule like that? Like who is going to just are you going to caught catch someone in their house doing doing some yeah. oral? Listen to this break. though, Sarah Aspler at BuzzFeed reports Canadian law prohibited homosexual acts in sodomy, which included oral and anal sex under the statute until 1969. So it took them long enough, but at least they eventually came around. If you know what we mean. I think it was a very late year for the for the U.S. as well. By you're right. By contrast, the United States didn't toss out its oral sex laws until 2003, when the Supreme Court struck down anti-sodomy laws in 14 states in Lawrence versus Texas. Unreal. That's pretty unreal that you came up with that one. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's that's. Could you believe that's only that's less that's than 17 20 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, 17 years ago, we they, people couldn't do be doing anal now. That, that's anal that, every day. Anal everywhere. Anal, 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 anal. <laughs> you know, it's it, what's really funny is <laughs> like I've been saying this for a while that I knew that when I was watching porn, that I never saw a lot of anal. Well, that's probably why. I can't believe that. That is wild. And for how the times have changed. Times, times they are changing. I actually. And then there's one more. Okay, go on. Vaginas grow with arousal. Guys aren't the only ones who wrestle with the eternal debate of growing grower versus shower. According to Dr. Debbie Herbernick at the Kinsey Confidential, the Sexuality Information Service of the Kinsey Institute for Research in Sex, Gender, and Reproduction, a woman's vagina can almost double in length when she's aroused. A process called vaginal tenting. Oh, I know about vaginal tenting. You do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever encouraged, I, I've never inspired it by, to anyone, <laughs> but During I'm aware of it. sexual excitement, muscular tension pulls the uterus upward, which has the effect of making the vagina 
both longer and wider. Now, instead of being three to four inches length, a vagina may reach approximately five to six inches in length. Dr. Herberneck notes that vaginal tenting may explain why a woman sometimes feels tighter to her partner during intercourse. <laughs> I wonder how that's going to be for me, considering the fact I have no uterus anymore. Oh, yeah. It, it may affect You're going to have my... a huge fucking tent. A huge tent or no tent. I don't know what's going to happen with the tenting. No one mentioned this to me when I was getting my surgery that I may not be able to vaginal tent anymore. We had a we had a listener uh, chime in. Uh, say, this is Adam. He said, good luck, Karen Lee, on your surgery. I know it's a tough Thank one you. and a hormonal whirlwind afterwards. Sending positive vibes for a quick and easy recovery. So That's what's the deal? Nice. Do you know about the hormonal situation? I think he's talking about someone who, you know, their hormones were working. My my hormones probably stopped working about 20 years ago, so I'm not really <laughs> concerned about the hormonal shit. But you still uh, take a lot of hormonal shit. I take hormones, and that's another thing. All you women out there, ask your doctor about taking uh, hormone replacement therapy. That's a, I, I highly recommend it. Wow. Well, yep. it helps with like bone density and things like that, as well as other issues. Just to get back to what you were saying in mom's news, which was just riveting news. I I, I knew I, you'd I, find that to be fascinating. It actually was pretty interesting. I, I am actually amazed at how quickly in our lifetimes we, we can see something go complete 180 in terms totally. of legislation. And I, I was reading a tweet this morning from Elon Musk that says, Selling weed literally went from major felony to essential business open yeah. during pandemic. Isn't that the nut? That is it's an essential business. Crazy. And then he goes on to say, in much of America, and yet many are still in prison. Doesn't make sense. Isn't right. Seriously, I have a friend whose husband went to jail for transporting marijuana across state lines. How would you feel? About Six spending- years he got. Can you believe this? You spend years of your life years. in jail for this shit. And then it becomes an essential business? Are you fucking kidding me? It's unreal. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with but our that, jailing system? I, I, but I also think this is a positive sign that we can make some positive changes as to who yeah. we put in jail. So I, I, I look it's at a little, the positive. It's fucking sad as fuck at the same time. If, if, by the way, if you want to listen to um, a black couple who I really respect, um, opinion, and or I, I guess it would just say... Um, a podcast uh, speaking about their feelings and thoughts. It, it, I go to mouthpiece. Um, it's uh, Michael Bennett and his wife Pele. We're, we've been on their show. I, unbeknownst to me, had no idea. I just for some reason went and gravitated to them for some guidance, and I listened to it, and it was fascinating. And it, it also was eight minutes and forty six seconds long, yeah. but I, I highly recommend it. It is, you know, some people are like. Oh, if you're silent right now, or if you post the black square, you're not saying it enough. Or and if, and yeah. if, you, if you're not, if you're posting, then you're saying you, you should. It's just yeah, you should. It's, it's you can't such win. Confusing fucking times. Yeah, and you know what I? I think follow your gut. I always say follow your gut. You got to follow your gut. If you feel like thirst trapping right now, then thirst trap. You know, follow mm-hmm. your gut. If you don't feel like thirst trapping, don't feel like. Don't do it. Yeah. If if you feel like uh, talking about your surgery, I don't think it's the right time for for. For thirst trapping, I, if 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 you feel like thirst trapping, maybe it brings some joy to someone who's been down and out. So. I would like to. I would like to. Uh, I, my intuition is telling me that we need to share this wonderful text we got about a fisting story. There you go, fisting one hundred and one. Let's James. Hear it. James says, "Well, I have a fisting story. <laughs> a few years before meeting my wife, 
I had some fun times exploring the swinging lifestyle. Now, I'm no huge hung guy, so I decided to bling up my schlong with a Prince Albert. Wait, wait, Worked Prince out- Albert, is, is that, that's a piercing. It's a piercing that yeah. fucking goes right into the pee hole, into the fucking penis. Would you ever get a, pier- uh, a Prince Albert? N- Mom, no fucking way. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, you, you know, I, I already have so many penile problems. You think I need to fucking add a, a piece of metal what, down there? What, what penile problem do you have? I'm convinced every other day that I have either testicular cancer or some what? sort of mutation. I don't know, fucking know. You got a mutation on your dick? I don't know, Mother. I don't need the added you stress are... of having a metal object down there. Okay, but just remember, you already asked uh, a you had a oh, whole yeah. podcast dedicated to talking I to I thought I had Pyrenees disease. Yeah, you thought Pyrenees you had some... Dis- what is that? A curvature of your of your dick? Or Peroni's disease? Not Pyrenees. Peroni's, I think, is where, where it's yeah. There's a strange curvature. Is muscle builds up on one side of the penis is usually as a result of a fucking trauma, traumatic in, in, injury. Oh, like if you broke your penis? If you broke your penis, it starts growing in a strange way and it starts being painful, especially painful with sex. You thought you had this? Yeah. Because I didn't I, know how curved. Stop making, stop making me laugh with my stitches right now. Well, I didn't mean? know how curved a penis should be. I didn't know the normal, like, because I was watching some porn where it's just like straight out, and my penis has some curvature to it. And Everyone has a curve. I, I don't think I've ever seen a straight out dick. I've seen some straight out penis. I think everyone and has. And then a he told, he actually told me that a, a lot of times, if a, uh, you know, if an adult performer loses some of the the strength in the pe- in the penis in the that the shape just you know it's, it starts it just changes shape and, and some people's will just go straight out as opposed to you know stand erect i i was with a guy once who had a, like a sickle yeah and it was sickle. Like a sickle shaped it was it was almost like an anchor yeah <laughs> it, it, none of the none of that matters it does not, not at all cuz you know what if you're going into a vagina, the vagina can move around, as we know from this last um, weird news, that it can change shape. Tinting all over the place. Yeah. Well, so let me, are, you, are you so still concerned about your Pyrenees disease? I think on an unconscious level, I'm always a little uh, insecure about my penis. Because I find myself occasionally, maybe once every other month or so, looking up different penis shapes, seeing seeing how you know the size and shape of color of a penis or who knows if if any of you guys are or anyone in general it doesn't have to be a guy are concerned about shapes of penises please let us know yes text mom i, I want to know if cam is floating here in the wind by himself or not or if there's other people out there concerned about this issue all right so let's keep going i'd like to pe- alleviate all doubt about penises they're all different like a little snowflake Every penis is different, and, and it should be celebrated for whatever it looks like and feels like. It's it's what you do with the penis that counts, not t- whether or not it looks bigger, smaller, curved, flat, thin, fat. I, it doesn't matter. You're, you're speaking the truth. When I go to that Korean spa and I see all those men's dicks, I, I mean, it is... No two are alike. Oh, my God. The variation is unbelievable. There's no part of the body that is as variable as the penis, I don't think. Yeah, like you don't it's hanging ears, right out there. You don't see ears that are like one, like on, on some, ears tend to be proportional to the rest of the person's body. You're not going to see like one where the ear is like half the face, right? Some of these dicks, I swear to God, like third legs 
They're fucking like it literally is going as long as the down to the person's knee. Like a horse stick. A horse. Some of them mm. so small you can't even see it. You don't know you can't see hey, shit I, in there. Yeah, I had I had all of those. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, let's keep going on with the Prince Albert. So this guy's got a Prince Albert blinging up his schlong. He says it worked out quite well. I became a novelty among the ladies in the swinging lifestyle. This one event, I hooked up with an exceptional lady who liked to send out pictures of herself masturbating with large objects, like a wine bottle, large dildo, dildo, or whatnot. As I'm just an average size guy, and she was experienced with gaping, I found things to be just insufficient for my buildup to really take place. Even with the Prince Albert. So he basically, what he was saying is, this woman was so, you know... She liked the large. Uh, she was she so liked the large. She was so agape that he wasn't feeling enough friction to actually come or whatever. Oh my god! So, so he what says, do you "What do?" So he said, "What should I do?" Well, if I just position myself and slide my hand in, while oh. I found it quite accommodating to simply masturbate myself while inside her vagina. Whoa! There's <laughs> a, re- a positive reframing if I've ever heard one. Whoa! That's awesome. After that night, it became common for her and I. And also, she liked this other thing. I would th- this other thing. I would be having anal sex with her in the doggy position and fist her in such a way as to actually squeeze my penis by grabbing it with my hand, like oh. it was in a vagina glove of sorts. Oh my god! <laughs> this is I, okay. I I vote. Who is this, James? James has given us the most graphic detail of any sex act I've ever heard in my entire life, including all the porn stars we've interviewed. I have never, ever heard something like this. James and the giant fucking peach. For real. James and the giant fist. What the fuck? He goes on to say, I fisted a few other ladies in my life, but she was the only one to be at at that extreme fetish level. Odd story I thought you might get a kick out of. Crazy world, my friends. Stay safe. Unreal. He should also maybe, wow, instead of, you know what? I got another idea for him. Stick a a vibrating dildo in there with his dildo. So it's almost like he's got, you know, double penetration in the one hole. Oh, wow. I wonder why he never thought of that. Put a vibrating dildo in with his dick. Yeah, why not? It's like DP and he gets to vibrate at the same time. Yeah. It's a phenomenal idea. Yeah. Although it sounds like this was many years ago. A yeah, few years ago. Yeah, he doesn't ago. have the gaper any longer. Wow. On the gaper. The gaper. Wow, that is the craziest story. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he had a gaper. Wow. All right. Unreal. I very much appreciate that story. If you guys have stories related to fisting or gaping... Or any story at this point. I mean, I, I never thought I could be wowed, but I was just wowed by the gaping story. That's wild. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you very James, much. for that story. That's unreal. We also had some uh, interesting um, emails. To, I'd like to share one with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, I didn't even know what to make of this, so I'm just going to share it with you because it was kind of odd, and I, I'm guessing this is someone who is bullshitting us but here we go i'm a 15 year old sexy girl and i want to have fun wait no, uh, hold on this is not an email this is this was a 
This is a review that we received on iTunes. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought it was an email. I'm a 15-year-old sexy girl. I've never had sex before, but I want to have sex so bad. I, I, I have someone, who, if this is the truth, then I, we got somebody for this girl. Uh, who, and when she gets to be 21 or whatever the age is. Like really hard sex. I'm pan, so I'm free for sexy girls and sexy boys and other genders. Here's my number. If anybody wants it, in parentheses, I'm ugly. If you ask me, by the way, I will do whatever you want. P.S. This podcast is really interesting. Uh, what's your what's your feeling on this? I, I didn't know what to make of this. And I'm like, I think it, honestly, I think it's a troll. I think it's a troll. And I it, think that that troll would be great with our Matt G., uh, who also likes to be having all different kinds of um, sexy positions. So, Well, I just also want to say this podcast is really not meant, this is an 18 and older podcast. Yeah, if you're so that, under that's 18, why I think that's bullshit. If you're under 18, try not to listen to this. We should do a disclaimer at the beginning of every episode where we yeah, say, is a, don't is, listen to this. Yeah, this is for people, and and even if you're over 18 and are still immature, don't don't listen to us either. Okay, get get mature. Mature audiences only. Yeah. So, no, not a, no more trolling. Although we do re- appreciate any rating and review that you leave us, <laughs> especially and, if it's uh, five stars. Yeah. So if it's under five us. stars, don't give us any fucking rating. You can you can figure out how to rate us, where to rate us most easily by going to ratethispodcast.com slash mom. It really helps us expand our reach, expand the type of guests that we can get onto the show, uh, and it makes our day. So please do that. Uh, I, there's I, another one. Yeah. Called Funny and Vulnerable. Mom, you're not supposed to. What, what are you going through? You're going through all the fucking reviews right now? We're supposed to save some of these week after week. One more. All right. Because so far we have, it's been odd. Um, I love how this show takes the typical script about sex and flips it on its head. I'm inspired by Cam's vulnerability. Oh. And honesty in sharing the trials and tribulations of his sex life. Even in the sex advice world, we usually only hear the stories of success and there's something really comforting in knowing that I'm not alone in experiencing awesome times and embarrassing times. Keep up the good work, you two. Five stars. Actress 87. Thank you very, very, very much. Yeah. I am am, uh, (laughs) glad that these trials and tribulations are going to use. And and misery loves company, apparently. Yeah. I mean... I think that's it's important to try to get out our real authentic stories, and I'm glad that that's coming through. Sometimes I feel like I'm a little uh, indulgent in my own neuroses, and and uh, I'm glad that you know I'm glad it has a positive effect. Sometimes, thank you. Uh we did get an email. Speaking of uh, Matt G. Oh. Yes. Should I, would you like me to read it? Well, let's, in case someone doesn't know who Maggie is, he's one of our little sneaky freaks. And he um, has proposed to me on more than one occasion. Right. And uh, he all likes to have sex in lots of different positions. And okay. Like, and apparently so, like to have sex with me in lots of different positions. Well, this subject, it says, hey, Cammy the Joker. <laughs> and then it says, hi, guys, Cammy the Joker. Ha 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 with a clown face. Hi, Karen Lee. How are you, my sex goddess? And we seriously need to have sex with Kama Sutra sex positions. Hey, Karen Lee, have you gotten my responses? Matt G. Okay. I've had enough. I've had fucking enough, Matt G. (laughs) I appreciate that you're calling me a joker. 
that you think I'm a clown. I appreciate that because sometimes I lose sight of that. But I don't need you fucking hitting on my mom and telling her you want to fuck her in every position every goddamn week. I don't, I don't even wake up. I don't need to wake up to those fucking emails. It's not many people, though, that know the Kama Sutra position. So I will give him credit for his education. He's, he's willing to learn. He, Matt, she honestly sounds like a sweet guy. He does. Uh, I, and, you know, he was quite troubled by the fact that he didn't understand why we didn't have a podcast on Thursday because it was just blank. He, I don't think he understood the meaning of why we kept it blank, but um, I'll tell him right now, Matt G, the reason we kept it blank is we were we were in we were having si- uh, eight minutes and forty six seconds of silence in in memorial for what's happened uh, in this world and specifically to George Floyd. Yes, uh, and I'm sorry that we couldn't address. <laughs> Your requests for my mother's Kama Sutra sex positions that day. All right. Um, I think we got to wrap it up, mother. Yeah, let's wrap it up, son. Uh, unless there's some other um, items on the agenda that we missed because there was quite a lot that we went through. Quite a lot. Well, I think it's time. So maybe All a right. little song and dance on the way to, to, to leave them, lead, lead them out. And, and one last thought of... Uh, you know, if you enjoy this show, you can really help us out by sharing it with a friend, someone who would, who could use a little pick-me-up during this time of incredible change and sometimes pain. So, Not to mention that we had a couple new patrons. Uh, patron is a member of uh, another way that you could support us and become part of our sneaky freak crowd. It's patreon.com slash sextalkwithmymom. And uh, if you go there, you can get all kinds of bonus content that we don't put here. And you also get behind the scenes content and you also get to be a member of our um, little hangouts that we do once, once a month. So hopefully if you join us there, we'll get to have a much more intimate contact. Oh, goddamn yes. So, and let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and Having your little surgery. Okay. Yeah. It rhymed. It's it relevant. Rhymed. I'm very proud of you, mother. Yeah. Not bad. I, I think maybe surgery did something in my brain. Wow. Could you imagine? I don't know. All right. Guys, love you guys. Love you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.